Welcome to another episode of the Comics Annihilation Podcast. Thank you for joining me today for another episode. You already know we're getting this grind on again. We already got this podcast rebooted. We have some news to talk about today. Some news that is really impacting our movies and TV shows. As well as some... Um, rankings so far about what is going to be my most anticipated movies we're going to get to all of that so far but i just want to let you guys know if you were some of the day ones of the first uh, rendition of the comics annihilation podcast uh, back when we were doing the youtube videos you know that i had this idea called showmania and what that is is it's an episode it's like a bonus episode of the podcast that I'll make dedicated to a whole show, and we talk about that show season through season. I grade it. I give my thoughts on it, and yeah, it's one of the one of the ideas that just popped into my head as a recent. I really want to get back into it. You're still gonna get your three episodes a week. This is gonna be like a a bonus episode, and since these type of showmania episodes will require a lot of time, just because I have to go and rewatch the show or watch it for the first time watch all the seasons and write down notes and stuff like that. And the those Showmania episodes will be around like an hour long, uncut, raw, pause. Um, you already know. It's going to be awesome, but just another idea. And there is something I will be introducing at the end of this episode that I'm hoping you guys like because I thought it was a pretty cool idea. I thought of it in the morning and I got it kind of planned out now. So without further ado, welcome to... The, the beginning of the week guys it's monday and uh i'm not feeling it <laughs> i gotta go to work and stuff like that but i'm also bringing you guys this content bringing you guys this news so that way you could stay updated let your friends know be that one friend that knows all about movies and tv shows just because you listen to this show i love informing people about all the stuff going on in the movie and tv show business i am not not by any means a critic i'm just getting into film as of recent, so bear with me. But without further ado, let's get on with the with our first topic, and that is this. So one of the biggest things that's happening in the film industry, or I guess you could say the entertainment industry as a whole in Hollywood, is the WGA protest going on. So if you don't know what the WGA protest is, or, and you're new to it and you haven't heard of it, so the WGA is the union that has all the writers for all these great projects that we get from blockbuster movies to streaming service TV shows. These are the unions that hire the writers. The writers write the show and then the, the directors will direct what, they, what the writers have written and make a show out of it or vice versa for the movies as well. But as of recent, they, the, they're trying to do contract negotiations negotiations with the union about fair wages and working conditions and unstable hours and stuff like that and the union just didn't want to give that to them they kind of wanted to just keep fucking them over so wga which is one of the one of the main companies for these writers and stuff like that they declared a protest and that is what's going on right now and because of that it's impacted the movie business in such a bad way to where we're getting projects that we've been waiting for delayed for months, maybe even a year. 
like for example stranger things season five production on that has uh been delayed just because the writers i think they were in the middle of writing season five but then this strike happened and when the strike happened none of the writers can continue writing it's against their policy and i'm pretty sure if they keep writing under the strike they'll get fired and never be able to write under that union again so everyone has to like be forced to not write for anything stranger things five was a product of that um i believe cobra kai season five or six whichever one they're going into that one got halted um blade got delayed real bad and this is already bad news for the blade movie because if you you haven't been keeping up with all the news with the marvel studios blade movie they got a new writer about like a week ago to rewrite the whole movie because apparently the first script for blade only had like two two fight scenes in it and that does not sound good for a blade movie consisting of a hero that slaughters vampires um two fight scenes are you really kidding me i'm glad that they demolished that script but anyways they just got a script writer about a week ago and now that script writer can't write anything for the movie so that movie is getting postponed even more than we thought um it's kind of concerning because i do think mahershal ali is getting impatient it's been three years since they announced this blade movie at comic-con and we just haven't gotten any news i don't think we've gotten any progress for this sort of project but that is just one of the many projects that's getting affected by the wga protest like the tonight shows all that got immediately canceled or at least um they're not doing any shows right now because those shows require a daily script i believe they write the show like every single day and those type of shows or projects with the with the protests going on just lost all the writers and they had to cut ties with making episodes immediately so those shows went dark um it's it's just really messing up all our projects and stuff and the scary thing is that we don't know the timetable for when this this is going to stop this could be something that could last for months this could be something that can last for a week maybe next week they actually come to terms with the union and they actually end up getting these fair conditions and everything that they asked for but the union is being really stubborn and is not letting them get the fair wage and hours and stuff like that that they deserve. So this is most likely going to go on for a couple weeks at least and expect a lot more projects to get delayed. But projects that are in the safe, well, I mean, kind of in the safe, are projects that already finished with their script. And I say kind of because there are other ways that this protest affects the projects without the writing. Like, for example, I think a report came out, like, two days ago saying that um, Ryan Reynolds couldn't put, couldn't have any input into the Deadpool 3 script just because he counts as a writer for the WGA, so he can't add any of his input. I don't think he can even improvise because if he, if he does any of those things, as part of the WGA, they can fire him and never bring him back again. And if they do that, Ryan Reynolds won't be able to write any more scripts for any projects he has in the future, you know. So, of course, he's not going to risk it or anything. He's going to listen. Um, there have been other... Pro I think Deadpool... Or not Deadpool. I, I was just talking about Deadpool. Uh, Daredevil. Daredevil Born Again. The new... Uh, just recently announced 
Marvel Studios Disney Plus show, the Daredevil Born Again. Production for that shut down for like a day or two because the protesters made a um, a whole like fence where they were filming. So they had to halt production and stuff like that, you know. So this protest is affecting everyone. And I'm scared that it's going to delay some of the projects that we've been waiting for, like Secret Wars, Fantastic Four, things like that. Things that haven't even started their script writing are in danger of getting delayed for a couple months to even a year you know but a lot of movies are in the safe like people like the movies later in the year like uh the marvels um movies that are already finished with their script writing and stuff like that those movies won't get impacted by this and uh they should be good for the rest of the year i don't think there's any projects for the rest of the year that'll get impacted by this but next year and the year after that those are the movies that are in danger of being just postponed. Um, some might even get canceled, stuff like that. So it is a pretty big deal that is going on, but I'm hoping it gets all resolved, and I'm hoping the union can actually come to terms with the WGA and fix this whole mess just so we can finally get back to watching the projects that we love because we we take it for granted. These scriptwriters really do deserve fair wage and consistent hours just because they bring us some of the greatest content we have to watch like for me it'll be avengers endgame and infinity war script writers brought that to us script writers brought the godfather to us the dark knight some of the greatest movies all the movies and all the projects that everyone loves these script writers have brought us so i'm hoping they get what they they deserve and i'm hoping this mess ends real quickly but anyways let me know what you guys think about the WGA protest. Have you even heard of it? Do you think that it will affect your favorite project that's coming up? Let me know. But with that, let's move on to our second topic of the day. And this is one that is kind of sort of relatively relevant. And that is James Gunn, who just came off of a fantastic trilogy with the Guardians of the Galaxy, wrapping up the whole movie with their brand new Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. In theaters now, go watch it. I've seen it twice. I think it's fantastic. James Gunn is is hot right now. He, I think it was a year ago, he got announced that he was going to be the chief executive of DC Studios along with, uh, I forgot who the other guy is. Uh, fuck, I'm blanking. I can't think of his name. But those two are going to be running DC Studios. And this was a great choice in my opinion because I think James Gunn has been exceptional as a comic book movie director. And it came to no one's surprise that Superman was going to be the first movie to kick off this new universe. And to no one's surprise, too, that James Gunn was going to be writing it and directing it. Well, we do know that the script got, or I think it's finished now, um, and they are currently casting for the new Superman legacy that that's what the movie's called they're they're casting right now for lois lane so they're they're just casting for everyone but we just got a report a couple days ago that filming is supposed to start january of next year for superman legacy so this does mean we're most likely getting superman legacy in around earliest late 2024 or mid 2025 i think the most likely release date for this movie will be 2025 just because I imagine they're going to want to take their time with this. They're going to want to get this right. Because DC has not been the strongest. 
And I think if you're listening to this podcast, you know that DC had its up and downs. Personally, I think Man of Steel is one of the most underrated movies of all time. But that's just me. I think that movie is a masterpiece. I loved Batman vs. Superman. I loved Aquaman. I loved Shazam. I loved Wonder Woman. I did not like the second one. And I thought Zack Snyder's Justice League is one of the best movies I've ever seen. That movie is just pure excellence and art. I fucking love that movie and the vision that Zack Snyder did. But sadly, that universe couldn't continue with circumstances that happened a while ago, sadly. But I'm glad to see that this new DCEU is starting off in a good direction. And no one better to make a movie to start off a new universe than with Superman. It was kind of necessary, and I love that James Gunn is writing it. I have all the confidence in the world that this movie is going to be great. Because you guys need to go watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3. If you see what he did with all the characters in that movie, made him, gave everyone in that movie their own moments. I just absolutely love this guy, and... I'm just, I'm really hyped for Superman Legacy. And I'm glad to see that this project is moving quicker than we thought. I thought they wouldn't start filming this till mid 2024. But I'm, it's just, I'm glad to know that it's moving way faster than we thought. But early January, they're going to start shooting this. We're going to know who our Superman and Lois Lane are going to be in a couple of months. I'm curious to see who it's going to be that. But let me know what you guys think about this news. Do you think. They're maybe rushing this project a little bit. Do you think it's right timing? Are you even hyped for Superman Legacy? Are you even hyped for the new DCU? Let me know. But with our third topic. So, as of recent, Disney Plus has been on kind of like a downfall. And it just it has to do with their ideology and what they're doing with their streaming service. From fucking up the prices to making lackluster content it's kind of just been impacting them in such a bad way to where it was reported a couple days ago that disney plus has lost four million subscribers in the first quarter of 2023 that is a lot of subscribers personally i'm not subscribed to disney plus there's nothing on there that i haven't seen that i want to watch I know there's Andor, but I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, so I can pass on that. Um, I did love the first two seasons of The Mandalorian, but I heard the third season was such a flop, and I didn't even want to get into it, honestly. I've watched all the Marvel exclusive shows, or Disney Plus shows, you could say. Miss Marvel, Loki, Hawkeye, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision. All those shows I've already seen, so there's nothing new for me to watch on Disney Plus. So I am one of those people that just isn't subscribed to the service. And it comes to no surprise, really. Um, with their with their stupid move of when they said that they were going to lower the prices, but ended up just changing... Um, I forgot how they did it, but they, they finessed everyone with their little price thing with ads. And it was stupid, and it got everyone mad. So it doesn't come to a surprise that, no, that like, they lost so many subscribers. Will this hurt Disney? Not really. They're fucking bathing in money. But it is something that they'll be looking at just because this is one of the things that they've wanted to succeed forever. And it has. When Disney Plus first launched, it was one of the biggest launches for a streaming platform. The amount of shows, movies, the amount of content you can watch on Disney Plus is just insane. It is definitely worth the price because you get to watch all these projects, all these shows, all these movies that you've grew up with, that you love. You you got everything there. 
if you're a kid or if you grew up with all these Pixar movies, there's a category for you. If you grew up a Star Wars fan and you want to see all the Star Wars content, there's a category for you. If you're someone that's into National Geographic stuff, there's a there's a column for you. If you've if you're a Marvel diehard fan like me, there's a column for you with every single Marvel project. Although the ones that aren't licensed are somewhere else, but the majority of Marvel content they have on Disney Plus, and then they have the Disney original films that everyone grew up with. They have them all on that platform, and it's kind of it's one of those services that kind of only works for nostalgia they're not like hbo max where they're constantly bringing in these new excellent shows like hbo max has barry they have succession last of us um tons of new show shows that i haven't even watched but i don't know personally i think disney does have to step their shit up especially with the stupid format of making these quote-unquote tv series only like six episodes long while being 30 minutes long each i think that is a stupid idea it's basically a mini series at that point a true show has to be at least 10 episodes come on man i don't know why they're doing it like that they're losing the audience and it when you tend to do that you tend to rush things real bad like moon knight was rushed um obi-wan was a mess all these shows that only have like six episodes turn out to be messes because they don't have enough time to flesh out these stories. And it's just irritating that Disney has not realized that. But I'm hoping they are now just because they've lost so many subscribers. Um, it, it's just, it was inevitable at this point. They really do need to step their shit up. They need to step their quality up. Um, especially on the Marvel side of things, they have been really more missed than hit with their Marvel Disney Plus exclusive shows. Like... She-Hulk, I did not like. Hawkeye, I did not like. I was kind of disappointed with Moon Knight. Although I loved the first half of that season, I did not like how it ended. Um, they, they've had some gems, for sure. They had WandaVision, which is a really unique and excellent project. They had Miss Marvel, which was an elegant surprise. And not a show that I thought I'd be loving as much as I did. That show was really good. Loki turned out to be my most favorite disney plus marvel show that they released and i thought it was going to be my most like um when i first saw that marvel was going to be doing a loki tv series i'm like why the fuck are they doing this there is no need to continue on with this character um he's dead he's just he's just from a different universe in this show but then when it came out and actually watched it i fell in love with the show and i still think it is the best disney plus marvel show to date but yeah, no, that's only on the Marvel side. You do have your Star Wars side, and we all know how toxic Star Wars fans can be. They are very negative, and um, you have some great projects. Like you have the first two seasons of Mandalorian, which I thought were fantastic. They honestly should have just ended it after season two. They did not have to make a third season. But then after that, you get the book of Boba Fett, which turned out to be complete ass. I didn't even watch it. A lot of people said it was terrible. And then you get Andor, which I don't know much about Andor because I never watched Rogue One. But hearing people talking about it, they said it's one of the best Star Wars projects ever. Um, so it's definitely like a story-driven Star Wars story, I'm guessing. They did good on that. Then Obi-Wan came out. I had the highest hopes for Obi-Wan. 
I was so hyped for that show. I was in LA when they did the Star Wars celebration shit. Everyone was hyped for the Obi-Wan show. They released the first episode, which I thought was kind of good. And then they continue on with the story. And it just, it wasn't good. Like, even the last episode, as, as good as the last episode is with that Obi-Wan and Vader fight, they had the side plot with, I think, it was, what was her name? Reva with Luke chasing him around, trying to kill him and shit. Like, clearly we know she's not going to catch him because we know how this story goes, how it ends. So, yeah, no, Star Wars hasn't exactly been the best either with their Disney Plus content. And in terms of everything else that they have to offer on Disney Plus, like their original content, like uh, I think Dumbo was an original movie, didn't do so well. Pinocchio was a disaster. The new Peter Pan and Wendy, I think it's called, flat out mess from many people. Um, It's just they... At this point, it's kind of like if they release these type of projects on Disney+, Plus, you just know they're going to be terrible. And that is not the image that you want to put out, especially if you're Disney. You have so much great content, premium content, that this is just making them look bad. But anyways, let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you think about Disney+, Plus losing 4 million memberships in the first quarter of 2023. We still got three more to go, but with with that, let's move on to our fourth topic of the day. So, Into the Spider Verse was one of those movies that caught everyone by surprise. I remember when they first announced this; I thought it was kind of cool. I read the Miles Morales storyline about a couple years ago, and I fell in love with this character. I was just waiting for them to bring him to live action, but they came out and said that they were doing this project. With a new animation style that no one has ever seen before. Combining anime type animation with comic style animation. It is something we haven't seen before. And I think it took them like five years to develop this type of imagery. And it was just art. It was awesome. Into the Spider-Verse was one of those movies that came out. First week, no one really watched it. No one was really hyped. I was hyped just because we finally get to see some content with Miles Morales. And I was just... I was blown away by this movie. Although I'm not with the majority of people that think it's a masterpiece. I do think like the the last, like the third act of this movie, I didn't really like as much as the first two, where it's just Miles Morales being Miles Morales, gets bit by the spider and starts doing all this stuff. But then when it gets into all the multiverse stuff and the kingpin and all that and the spider pig, I kind of like lost a little bit of interest in the movie. I still think it is a phenomenal movie, but I'm not as big on it as other people are saying that it is a top three Marvel or a comic book movie of all time. Well, we have the second um, movie of the Spider-Verse coming out in, I believe, three weeks into or across the Spider-Verse coming out on June 2nd, I believe. And right now it is estimated to be making 70 to 80 mil the first weekend. So to compare this to any movie that's came out, Guardians of the Galaxy opened 125 million, and that was a W for them. 70 to 80 mil for an animated movie, especially coming off of Into the Spider-Verse, which only made like around 400 million dollars worldwide for total box office. This is really good news for Sony, and they're going to be really happy when they hear about all these ticket sales that they're getting. I do think this movie could end with around 500 million worldwide, 
there's no way in hell that I think it's going to get 1 billion. Highest it could get 600 million, but we've never seen an anime movie really get that much. I mean, I guess you could count Mario, but that one, everyone knew Mario was going to get to the 1 billion mark. It was just, it was destined to because they have such a big fan base. But anyways, we're not talking about Super Mario. We're talking about Miles Morales. This movie, I am looking forward to. I'm not as hyped about it as everyone else is. I'm still looking forward to seeing Miles Morales because I still love Miles Morales. Like, I'm glad that nowadays we're getting way more content than we used to. Like, we're getting him in the Spider-Man games. Uh, he's going to be... He had his own solo game, which I thought was really good. Just too short, you know? And then we're getting him in Spider-Man 2. Um, there are rumors of him coming into the live-action MCU slash Sonyverse which I am really pumped for if they actually end up doing that. But we have Spider-Verse coming out in three weeks. The trailers have looked good. It seems like it's coming straight off of the first one in terms of tone, interactions, uh, soundtrack, visuals, everything. Everything looks like it didn't miss a single beat, even though it's been like five years since we got the first one, something like that. But um, yeah, no, that is a lot of movie, or not a lot. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking right now. That's a lot of money for this movie. That's what I meant to say. A lot of money. 70 to 80 mil. Some movies wish they could open to that. Like Shazam 2. I can't believe that Shazam 2 actually like finished their box office run. And it only ended up getting 133 mil. That was just heavily disappointing. But uh, yeah. Rest in peace Shazam 2. Did not deserve to be that bad in terms of box office. But anyways. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has any chance of reaching 1 billion? Personally, I don't think there's a shot in hell that will reach that, but I do think it will make more money than the first one. Are you guys looking forward to watching this? Let me know. And with that, we're going to move on to our last topic of the day. There's still another thing I'm going to do at the end, but this is our last topic of the day. And before I do that, let me get a little bit of water because when you talk for so long, bro, your throat just starts hurting. Hold on. awesome man that feels good remember to get the h2o man Woo. all right so on to our last topic and this is something that I, I thought of the other day and i was like oh maybe i should add this to the podcast but this is my top five most anticipated movies left in 2023 so at number five we are going to start off with a movie that we just talked about spider-man across the spider-verse and I know this is going to be higher up on a lot of people's rankings, stuff like that, you know. I still think this movie is going to be great, phenomenal. I just, I don't know, I'm not as big as a fan as most people are, I guess, you know. Um, I'm just looking forward to these other movies way more. But Across the Spider-Verse, um, I can't wait to watch it. I hope it's great. And uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. But at number four, we have Oppenheimer. And this is a movie that will probably be number one for a lot of people, considering that it is a film made by Christopher Nolan with a stellar cast. It it looks phenomenal. And I saw the trailer the other day when I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and man, this movie has to be watched in a big screen. It's just the story about this, the first ever atomic bomb, and how Christopher Nolan doesn't even use CGI in this movie. And he does like a practical bomb and stuff like that behind the scenes. It is just, it looks really good. The cast looks really good. I think this movie is going to be a success. 
it's not going to get as much money as you think. These type of movies don't make a lot, but they do make enough money to consider a W. So I do think this movie is going to be phenomenal. I think it's going to be another Christopher Nolan dub added to his resume. But uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think of Oppenheimer at number four. And number three, Dune Part 2. So Dune Part 1 came out a couple years ago. I can't recall exactly when it came out. But I remember this is a movie that wasn't on everyone's radar when it came out. Because only a couple, like a handful of people know the Dune like story and stuff like that. Honestly, I don't really know. I just know that it is a, um, a great series in terms of the novels that they made. And when I went to go watch Dune Part 1 for the first time, keep in mind, I've never read or watched anything of Dune ever. So I came into this completely fresh. And man, I, I fell in love with this movie. Um, Denis Venu, I think that is his, the director's name. He is phenomenal. He's a phenomenal director. He made this movie really beautiful, story driven, not too much action, but just enough to keep you satisfied with this movie. The visual effects were stunning. And I think the year this movie came out, it won the most Oscars that year. Um, I don't think it won the big award, the motion picture of the year. But it won a lot, the the most. Like it was like the everything everywhere all once of that year. How they won like every single award, you know. And they just released, I think, a week ago, a trailer, the first trailer for Dune Part Two. And man, I'm just I'm really excited for this movie. Um, I do think there's gonna be a third one, just because I don't think they're gonna end it off with just two movies. But man. Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Josh Brolin, etc. Stellar cast. They all killed it in the first movie. Special effects are amazing. The shots are beautiful. I just, I cannot wait for Dune Part 2, which I don't think we're getting till way later in the year. But man, that is high on my list. And at number two, The Flash. So this is a movie that has so much controversy behind it. Mostly because of Ezra Miller. And if you've been living under a rock, Ezra Miller did some stupid shit multiple times. He got arrested. He did all this stuff with grooming this one kid. Really sick stuff. And, you know, the the drama with Warner Bros. I'm not going to go into too much, but Warner Bros. fucked up and let this get away from them. And it ended up in Ezra Miller just keep doing it, you know. He just kept doing it because there was no type of like punishment for him well the flash is an interesting thing because this movie has been in the works for god knows how long it's it's been in the works for a long ass time and it is about time that they actually finished wrapping up this movie and it's actually coming to us real soon we are getting this movie in about four weeks a month and i could not be any more excited with the newer trailers showing more of Supergirl, showing more of Michael Keaton's Batman, showing Ben Affleck. It just having General Zod come back as, quote unquote, the main villain, as far as we know. I am just super excited for this movie. Um, I don't think it reaches one billion, sadly, just because of the Ezra Miller situation. Although it could make a billion and I wouldn't be that surprised just because early reactions came out and they said it is a phenomenal movie i just i cannot wait for this movie it's it just looks very good um but yeah i have 
The Flash at number two. And at number one, can you guess? Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. If you know me, I've been waiting for this movie forever. Back when I was in sixth grade, they announced this movie. And I am two years graduated from high school. I've been waiting for this movie for eight goddamn years. And they're finally going to give it to us in October 27th. I am, I'm just, I'm really hyped for this movie. I'm hoping that it does not become a disaster because I've been waiting so long. It was my childhood game growing up. I really love the games. I love the lore behind it. And the stuff that is going on with the movie just sounds so promising. It is going to be directed by Blumhouse. It has Josh Hutcherson and Matthew Lillard in it. The leaked trailer came out and I totally watched that shit and I loved it. I cannot wait for the Finance of Freddy's movie. You know, I'm going to watch that movie so many times. I don't care if it's in Peacock the same day that I release this. I'm going to go to the movie theater and watch this as many times as I can just because it looks so good. I am so hyped for this movie. You have no idea. I I just, I, I, I couldn't emphasize it enough. I really really want to see this movie and the fact that it's going to be in october it is just such a long wait i just i just want to get one glimpse of a full hd trailer coming out of blumhouse i want to see these animatronic and animatronics in fucking 4k i want to see josh hutcherson in 4k i want to see the actual trailer and the story about how this movie is gonna go i just I, i i can't wait for this movie man it's it's one of those things that you've been waiting so long for and you just you can't wait any longer. Sadly, we're not getting it till Halloween, but fuck, man, I just wish it could come faster. Pause. I know that we're getting a teaser within the next couple of months for sure because there was a report saying that there's the reported teaser trailer is going to be 46 seconds long. I'm fine with that. I just want the tiniest glimpse of this movie. I just want to see how this movie is going to look like, how the tone is, how the animatronics look, how it's going to be, how the story is going to be. Just give me something, Blumhouse. Just give me something. I'm starving. But anyways, at number one, my most anticipated movie of 2023 is Five Nights at Freddy's by Blumhouse. And that does it for our topics today. There is one thing I want to do before we get out of here. And I got this new idea in the morning when I was at my full-time job, you know. And every episode that I make, I want to have like a little movie review at the end of it. And the way that we choose the movie is by spinning a wheel. So I have a wheel on my iPhone right now. And this is going to determine which movie I have to watch and review for the next episode, which is going to release on Wednesday. And I'm going to do these little reviews at the end of each episode that comes out. So without further ado, let's do our first wheel spin ever. And I divided this up into a couple categories. So there are best movies, which is some of the best movies of all time by Rotten Tomatoes. I went off of Rotten Tomatoes. There are some of the there's the category for some of the worst movies of all time judged by Rotten Tomatoes. There are there's a category for my favorites and then there's a category for 2023 movies. And for 2023 movies they has this has to be uh on video on demand and able to purchase for me to put it like as a qualifying movie. But 
Let's spin this wheel. All right. So our first column that we get for our first ever little wheel spin is 2023 movies VOD. So in order for me to watch a movie, this movie ha ha has has to come out 2023 and it has to be on video on demand. I can't watch any of that camera bullshit like Guardians or something like that on some sketchy ass website. So let's go over to our 2023 movies wheel and we'll spin that and we will get our first movie to talk about in our next episode. All right. And we have our first movie and this honestly is one of my favorite movies of the year. In my top 10, not in my top 5, and that is Scream 6. I saw this movie in theaters. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a great movie. And yeah, I get to rewatch it and review it for you guys. But that does it for today. Let me know what you guys thought about today's podcast. Did you like it? Do you like this being back? Are you going to tune into every episode? Let me know and keep the enthusiasm up, my guys. We got to get through this week. I know it's the beginning, but we'll get through it. So without further ado, I'll catch you guys on the next episode.